Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mom with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama with a Calling podcast. Thank you for joining me today. So before we get started in the episode, I want to read a podcast review. Um, This is something that I want to start doing to honor you all for taking the time to just leave the, the review on the podcast. It helps the podcast reach more people, get the message in front of more women because it tells Apple that, you know, this podcast is something people care enough about to review. So um, if you haven't left a review yet, please do that. Just take a few minutes. It's not, it doesn't take very long. Um, You can only do it in Apple Podcasts, but just go to the, the main area of the Mama with a Calling podcast, like all the episodes and scroll down and there's a place to do that. So this one comes from uh, what up, Jesse? And it says the podcast that knows just what you need. This podcast always seems to be speaking right to me. I'm amazed with every episode and so thankful to have found Mama with a Calling. I truly feel that I have brought my business closer to what God has called me to do with with it. All thanks to Alexia. This just totally blessed me because this is what my heart is, right? My heart is that A, these episodes are going to be able to speak to you, that God speaks through them. And that it hits you with whatever you need, like that the Holy Spirit's working in you as you hear these episodes and um, to bring your business closer to what God is wanting you to do. That is the goal that you will do what he's calling you to do. You won't give up. And that's where all the mindset stuff comes in. So thank you so much for leaving that review. Again, if you haven't done that, I would love if you would take a few minutes to leave a review as well. Today, uh, I went live in the Facebook group today. Um, about how to have more confidence in your business by learning to love yourself the way God does. So it's Valentine's Day. I had to figure out some connections and like cheesy thing, but it's true. I mean, love is really important. How we love ourselves, how we see ourselves like God does. Our love for God actually impacts how we show up in our business. And so in there, I went live. It's about 20 minutes. Um, and I gave three tips for sharing. I mean, for sharing three tips for how to start seeing yourself in a more positive light, because this is what God wants for you. And then doing those three tips that I talked about in there, those three steps, I should say, um, it will, it will increase your confidence and how you show up in your business, which means it affects your business success. So I want to encourage you to watch that. Um, the replays in there, so you can just join the free Facebook group, go to mama with a calling.com slash community. And, um, it'll be right there in the feed or in the videos. But I think that was really good. So just wanted to share that with you. So 
For today's episode, um, I've recently been talking with some friends and this has come up quite a few times. So I wanted to share because I know that this is something that so many people struggle with and it, it can get like, I don't know, it can have both a negative, it's mainly portrayed in a very negative way. And I want to talk about both sides of that. And that is sort of, I guess, shiny object syndrome or not feeling like you have your life together when you're constantly pivoting and, you know, you're going from thing to thing over a few years. And it kind of all starts when you decide that you want to leave your job. It it sort of looks like to the world, like, what are you doing? You have a career, everything's stable. Um, Why are you pivoting? And then because of the negative that comes with, you know, this comes from generations of people saying that you need to stay in a job for the rest of your life, like have that security and stability. I don't say anything's wrong with that. But I know even when I was in my I call it corporate, but it's not really a corporate job. It was an academic in academia and at a university. And even there, people move every like five years ish, they're going to bounce from thing to thing to thing. Just because that's the way that world is kind of designed unless you get like a research lab and you kind of stay um, but even still people move quite a bit uh, depending on the resources the funding the the opportunities and positions that open up so I think there's already some change in the belief that you have to stay somewhere forever but I think it's really um, you know that's got kind of instilled in us so when you quit your job A, it might hinder you from quitting your job in the first place, because if you have a negative view of that, it's going to feel like you can't or shouldn't quit your job. But the other part of that is that when you quit your job, you might be quitting with the belief that you, that you like need to pick one thing and that you can't have multiple options, that you need to know what it is the first go. And I think that this actually causes a lot of problems, right? Because so many people, and I know I was like this for years, I got stuck, I don't know about years, but it was a lot, I mean, just getting, it probably was years, getting stuck, not like trying to decide the perfect path. Because I thought, I mean, I didn't know this at the time, I just thought I was doing the right thing. But I thought that whatever path I chose needed to be the path. Because I mean, I guess deep down, I believe that I need to pick the right one to begin with, that the one I initially choose is the one that I need to stick with. But if we're really honest with ourselves, why are we saying that? Why are you saying that you can't choose to go a different path? And I think this is what causes a lot of the issues with decision making. Because if we think that the choice we make about which business to start is the ultimate business that we're going to have forever, and it's going to lead to success or not, We're actually putting that decision in a box and saying, I have to get it right the first time because I'm not allowed to change. But that isn't true. That's what I want to talk about today, that there's there's more than one way to look at this and there's more than one reason for it. So I want to talk about first how to reframe what it means about you if you change your plans, if you have a different idea, if you pivot. And then I want to talk about how to make sure that your reason for doing this bouncing around from thing to thing isn't coming from a place um, 
like isn't coming from a place of fear or avoidance, etc. It's not harmful, but it's actually part of your journey. So I want to just dive into that today. And again, like I know that this because because I know that when pe- when women come to me as coaching clients or just friends, I've heard and I know it, it had the same impact on me when I was going through it. It, it, if you feel like you're constantly not knowing or you're changing your mind or, you know, I started blogging and then I went to podcasting and then I went to courses, like you, you feel like you're changing, whether it's because of what people are saying around you, maybe your husband's like, when are you going to get it together? Or like, what are you doing? Why are you changing again? And there are a number of reasons people have those feelings, you know, with our husbands in particular, it can be because it's a weight on them financially, you know, if if we're not getting it together, basically. And, you know, our friends and family might think that, that we're doing something wrong. And so it can cause these feelings in us that there's like something wrong with you. That there's a shame about why you keep changing your mind. And so I want to just talk about it today to comfort you that there's not something wrong with you. And there's, there doesn't need to be shame, but we need to look at it objectively. This is where we need to analyze our why. What is the heart behind what we're doing? But first, we need to figure, we need to change our thoughts about what it means about us. So, um, because it definitely, like, changing your mind and pivoting all the time, it can come from a place of indecisiveness, avoidance, fear, etc. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But it doesn't have to be. Because really, if you think about it, it's actually the world's view of looking stable of having that stability, like I was talking about from generations before us, or even just it's it's somehow ingrained in us that we need that. And we do want to know the thing we're supposed to be doing. But we need to actually detach ourselves from that, because it's not about pleasing other people. It's not about making sure that other people think you look successful. So this is where the mindset stuff can be. It's so subtle, but making sure that we're not still putting our worth and our um, identity in our career and that when we make the transition to having a business, that that business being successful, that we need that to happen to be right about leaving our job or to be on the right path, or to not feel like we're crazy, you know. So making sure that it doesn't matter to us, basically, that we're really um, recognizing that this is a journey. And I know I say that a lot. And we say it's kind of overused. But I say the word journey, because I mean, it. it is like, I use that term, because you don't really know where you're going next. You may know some of the destinations you know, like where God's leading you, like start a business or be home with your kids. But you may not actually have any clue. And usually we don't have a clue about how, like all those little details of how to get there. And I've talked about this in other episodes where, you know, if we had the plan and all the details, we just run off. Like, not that God deliberately hides things, but it's for our good that we really don't know. And it reminds me of that wilderness season again, where it's like, we have to learn to depend on him, to not really know where we're going and to look at that pillar of, of fire or smoke and, and follow it step by step for everything we need for the right way to go. And we have to learn how to do that. And if we have the path, we're not going to do that. We're just going to run off. That's just our human nature. So along the way of this journey, you start taking action, you try things out, 
you are trying to figure out how to listen to God because unfortunately we don't have a pillar of smoke or fire. So we really can't see. And so you're learning in this process of how to hear God. And when you try something and you're like, I think it's this. And then you find out it's not that. Maybe it was that for a season, but now it's not. Or maybe it never was. Either way, if it's not the right fit, then you change. And that's because action tells you if you're supposed to be there or not. I think about Paul traveling in his first missionary journey and he tries to go into Asia and it says that the Holy Spirit stopped them. And I always thought that was interesting because I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean there's like a physical barrier? Does that mean that is there opposition? But based on the rest of Paul's letters, I would say it's not because there's opposition. He's constantly facing opposition. I think it's because his mission was to spread the gospel. And if he spared the God, he started preaching the gospel and nobody responded. That means the Holy Spirit's not there. So he has a sign. He knows this is not where I need to be right now. And so he pivots. He gets, you know, he's trying to go north and he gets a direction to go west. And that's okay, right? Because he's listening to God doing what he's supposed to be doing. He doesn't keep trying. He just recognizes, hey, God's not here. This is not it. And he was doing great. He was going north all along. But then he got to a point where it was like, nope, go a different way. And so I think the same thing is happening to us. And I feel like this is a season. This journey requires you to do that. Because if you think about it, in this, just like the Israelites, when you are in the wilderness, you are learning how to hear God, learning how to depend on God, so that when you get to that promised land, when you have a business that is successful, you continue to look to him, you continue to listen to him, and you continue to follow where he's leading. You don't rely on yourself. So you changing and things means that you're listening to God. So, you know, when you realize that something isn't working, you change and you're willing to look like you don't have your life together because you're not going to do what the world says you should do. They say that you should stick it out just because. But how many people do you know that stay in jobs they hate forever and then wonder why they didn't change or felt like they couldn't, they didn't have an option? With online business, you have an option and you knowing that, like, you know, things like, I don't know if this is for everybody, you know, true for everybody, but for me, the people around me have no idea what I do. Not because I haven't told them, but because they can't comprehend online business. Now, it's getting more prevalent after 2020 and all of that, but still, it's like you have insight and knowledge that they don't have. So they can't understand or comprehend what you're doing, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing what you're doing because God has showed you. You do know. You have an awareness now. You know there are options. So why? Would you stay in something that you hate just so that the world thinks that you're stable? Just so the world says, oh, look, she's doing it. She stuck it out. And all along, you hate what you're doing. That's the whole reason you quit your job in the first place is because you didn't like it, right? Like it's not where you need to be. So I just think that God's given us such a gift with online business that we get to choose and we get to follow him and find the thing that we were meant to do. And so you are choosing to follow God and hear him versus just stick it out because the world says. Now, this is where we've got to do a heart check because, like I said, you can pivot and move around and swirl shiny objects and all that for the wrong reasons. So I want to give you three things. This is what I would do if I was coaching you, but in more depth. But I want to give you these three ways to coach yourself, to ask yourself these three things, these three things so that you can see where your heart is. Make sure it's in the right place because you can be bouncing from thing to thing and not sticking it out for all the wrong reasons. And these questions are going to help you see that and then decide what to do about it. And 
at the end of the day, these are all your decisions. There's not a right or a wrong, though it can feel like there's a wrong reason. And I think it's because we can see biblically it's not a good reason. Like we should not operate in fear. But it doesn't mean that if we do, we're somehow like terrible people. No, we're human. So just recognizing it and then saying, you know what, I'm scared, but I'm not going to change for that, you know, for that reason. So I just want to put that out there. It doesn't, I don't know, it's, it's a, it can feel like a gray area, but okay, here are the three questions. Number one, well, we'll start with number one. Are you pivoting because it's hard or uncomfortable? So I've talked about this um, in a couple episodes, but we are so used to comfort and wanting things to be easy that sometimes we think that that means that's where God's leading us, that wherever God is leading, whatever door he opened, that 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 um, imagery makes it sound like the door is open. So just walk through it like there it is. It's going to be so easy. And I mean, yes, God does open doors in the sense of opportunities, but it doesn't mean that door opening means everything's easy. So if we're not aware of that, we can keep seeking comfort And avoiding hard things because we don't like it. A, like in the last episode where I talked about that and talked about how we need to be aware of avoiding discomfort. But sometimes it's because we're just not willing to to go there. So asking yourself, why do I think I need to pivot again? Every time it starts to get hard, do you find yourself wanting to change? And then... And then also evaluating the kind of hard. So I was talking with a friend and she was talking about things not working. And it's not like she hasn't been doing the work, um, you know, doing the different marketing techniques and all of that, because it's another part of it. Sometimes we think it's hard, but really it's because we have sort of kind of been doing it and it's not working and we don't like it. But this, but that's not, that's, it's like you have to put in the actual effort. So anyway, she was talking about how it's not working. And so she was struggling with this thought of, I feel like I need to pivot, but I don't want to pivot. I don't want to pivot again. And this is where this came from. I was thinking sometimes that is an instruction from God. It is an indication that it isn't working, (laughs) that you chose wrong. Just like Paul, you know, he went one way and then nothing was happening. So you really, I mean, you know, this is where coaching would help, but you really need to no, have I been putting in the effort? Like get honest with yourself. Have I done the things? Have I been doing all of this? And it's still not working because that might be an indication that this isn't the right direction. And if that's the case, that's a, that's a, that's a great reason to pivot, right? That's, that would be stubborn and just not even listening to what God's telling you to just keep going. But at the same time, not avoiding like the, you know, as soon as it gets hard, it's challenging. I have to put myself out there. What? No, I don't want to do that. I'm going to change business ideas. Or um, you've been putting yourself out there for a month and you have nothing. But really, marketing probably takes 90 days plus to actually gain traction. And so that's an uncomfortable thing. And are you bailing because you don't know you have to learn how to do a website, you have to learn how to do checkout carts or, or whatever, and it's feeling uncomfortable. So you want to bail. And, and then asking yourself, are you good with those reasons? So really doing a heart check to see why you're pivoting. Number two, are you avoiding success? Now, this might sound kind of funny, but this is something that my husband pointed out to me early on. He's like, every time you start to see success, you stop. And I was like, that is not true. It was totally true. But I didn't understand why. For me, it turned out, which 
I know I'm, I talk about this a lot, but I have so many money mindset things that are in the works to talk to you guys about as when I feel God give me the okay on that because I'm still working on that. But I remember for me, it was two parts. One, it was a money mindset thing that I, I had all these negative emotions about receiving money. So as soon as I started to receive it, I stopped. So that could be you. You could be going, uh-uh, it's bad to receive money. I shouldn't receive money. I, I've heard people say things like, they actually feel guilty for making money from home because they get to be with their kids. So, and I mean, I think I did the same thing. It's almost like a, this is our paying our dues, you know, like who are we to get to be home with our kids and make money while all our friends are still working and they're miserable, but they don't get to see their kids, you know? Um, so asking yourself if you're avoiding success. And the other one for me was I started to see success in a business that I didn't actually want to be successful in. So I was building websites for people. No, well, yes, but I was also being like a virtual assistant. And I knew it was serving people. But as soon as I started to gain traction, I was like, I don't really want to do this. Like, I mean, I can do it. But I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so it was sort of like putting the brakes on going, I don't want to create a successful business. And then all of a sudden, I'm making all this money. And then it's gonna be even harder to, to stop. So asking yourself what that's about, you know, when you start to get successful, is it because of either of those things? And are you okay with that reason? And really, again, praying about at each one of these steps, you have to pray and seek God's direction. But figuring out your why, if, if this is you, if you're avoiding success. And then number three, the third question to ask yourself is, are you unwilling to do the work and wait to see if it's going to work out? This one, I feel like is the hardest one. Um, I don't know if I can rank them, but I feel like this one's hard because it, and I think this stems from, I just did an interview with um, a woman that I'm going to air, I think next week. But anyway, we're talking about this. And I think that when we don't know where we're going, meaning when we, a lot of us leave our jobs and we're not business people. So when we come over into online business, we have no idea what we're doing or the timeline it takes. And there's this narrative out there that makes it feel like it's supposed to happen fast. And when we have no idea of how long it actually takes, which is like six months to a year, that's if you know exactly what you're doing, you never pivot and all of it just works out. But normally it takes people years to get themselves together and get success and fi or find success. But they have to, it doesn't mean they should have never started. It's like you can't bypass that. I mean, I guess you if, if you want to um, like sell, uh, you know, like you, you can sell things online, like products on Amazon or something like you can do certain things to just make money online. But when you're trying to create a business that is unique to you and your own and all that, and your own voice, that takes a while and you have to be willing to walk that journey. But aside from that, unwilling to do the work meaning like the marketing work. So when you're doing marketing, like I said, it can take 90 days for the thing you do today to kind of catch on and take effect. And so you have to keep marketing and keep marketing and keep having the impression. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I took uh, Stephanie Gass's P2P last fall and it gave me a lot of direction. I knew, I mean, I didn't change who I'm talking to or, or doing the podcast or anything. But one of the things that I, the reason I took it is because I wanted to get very clear on how I was going to serve my audience because and where God was leading me because the messaging matters the marketing matters and so it was a commitment from me to do I'm doing mindset I love mindset I've, I've basically been doing it the whole time but I wasn't calling it that I wasn't laying it out there and so as I've done that 
I've gotten, it's been more and more consistent. The, the clients that I've been getting more and more consistent with clients, all of those things, because it's, and I hope, I hope this is true. It's becoming more and more clear to people what I do because I keep talking about it. If I keep saying I do mindset, I do mindset, I do mindset, I do mindset. People eventually are gonna be like, oh yeah, she does like, she's the mindset person, right? Biblical mindset, Christian mindset, Christian entrepreneurs. But if I come at you and I say, I help you with um, managing your routine at home and and then I change it again and I'm like, well, no, I, I do mindset. Well, no, 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 I do. And I'm doing all these different offers. You, It doesn't click in your head, right? What I, What it is I do. And so the same thing happens with your audience. We have to do marketing in a way that's consistent, consistent messaging to then see it work later. And it's like planting those seeds and tending those plants where like that garden, you know, that same analogy where it's like, you don't get to just throw out the seeds once and then, okay, I hope I have a harvest. You have to tend that, but you don't know for sure if it's going to work out. You are having faith and hope that it will because you have learned from business coaches and taking courses and things where you know you're putting into effect what you've learned, but then you have to be willing to do the work but it can feel very uncomfortable in the waiting. Like you feel in here are some thoughts that might come up. If you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do all this and it's not going to work. And you're panicked because you need it to work. You're desperate for it to work. Maybe your identity, again, is wrapped up in what if it doesn't work? I look like an idiot. I can't believe I did this. I'm going to look so foolish, all of that. Or it's also like pushing through the emotion of I don't see anything happening nothing like I don't nothing's happening but holding on and saying it's okay I'm going to trust the process I'm going to continue to pray I'm going to continue to follow God I know God called me to this this is where that belief comes in the belief that God's given you that God has called you and the clarity on what he's called you to do and then commit commit to it to do the work that's in front of you even if you don't see anything right that we have to let go of that instant gratification which is so prevalent in our culture and so hard to recognize if you're not looking for it so again asking yourself your reason is that is that why you're pivoting because you're like it's not working I've been doing it for a month pivot it's not the right way or is it is it a different reason have you been doing it for months and it's not working. Now it's a different, it's a different thing, right? Like you've been doing it, you've been doing the work, you're at the end, and there's nothing, you know, it's not it didn't work. So now that makes sense, right? To to then go back and say, is this where I need to be? So asking yourself these three questions can help you figure out why you're pivoting. At the end of the day, though, you get to decide. If you're 100% okay with pivoting, because you don't like hard things, then you get to do that. I want to reiterate that I think that, um, you know, with coaching, this is so important that my job as a coach or any coach, if you have a coach, like your coach should not be telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing because you get to decide if you want to keep avoiding. I mean, it's not what God wants for you. I don't believe he wants that for you. And I would want to help you work through that. But at the end of the day, that could be part of your journey. You still get to decide. And maybe it is part of the journey that God is going to use that, that at some point you're going to pivot around and around and around and around until finally you're going to smack into the reality of that. And then God will be, he'll meet you right there. And he knows it's going to happen. And that's okay. That's part of your journey that even though, like as a coach, if I saw that you were pivoting, 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 I I would, I would try to approach that with you. But if you didn't want to talk about it, no matter how many times somebody tells you, it doesn't mean you're, it's going to click in your mind, you know, like you have to recognize it. And so this journey is yours between you and God 
And I hope that you have a coach or someone to help you process why. And even like I said, doing these on your own and trying to just work through those to make sure that your reason for doing what you're doing, that you're okay with it. Um, Because what's important is that you like that reason. That as you are changing from thing to thing and idea to idea, that you aren't full of shame and regret, but that you know why you're doing it. And you're choosing that with confidence, that you're not just being tossed around and being like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I figure it out? But that you are okay with the pivoting changes, that it's it's deliberate. It's not reactionary. It's not something that you don't like, but you are choosing it. Because at the end of the day, it only matters what God thinks and your husband thinks, you know, his like as long as it's not affecting your marriage kind of a thing, but not what the world thinks. Not making sure that you look stable for all your family and and the world's opinion of you and all those things. Those choices are not theirs. They're yours. So as a coach, this is what I help my clients with, figuring out what God is saying to them so they can have clarity that brings confidence. Because when you know why you're doing something and you're good with that, then you're going to move forward with certainty, with confidence. You're going to show up in your business and you're going to do the things that God's called you to do. So I want to invite you to come learn more about coaching with me. I would love to be your coach, book a session to try it out. Um, go to momwithacalling.com slash coaching. I hope this episode helps if you've been beating yourself up over so many pivots or feeling the weight of people asking why you're changing your mind again. I want to give you a different way of looking at it and these tools to evaluate if you're doing it for unhealthy reasons or not and how to fix it. Until next time, keep seeking a biblical mindset and pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.